0: We might just knock the rest of First Kings out tonight. We'll see. You shall see. That's my washer in the background making all that noise. Uh, Ringing out the clothes before I throw them in the dryer. All right. We yeah. First Kings chapter 20. And here we go. Ben-Hadad attacks Samaria. About that time, King Ben-Hadad of Aram mobilized his army, supported by the chariots and horses of 32 allied kings. They went to besiege Samaria, the capital of Israel, and launched attacks against it. Ben-Hadad sent messengers into the city to relay the message to King Ahab of Israel. This is what ben hadad says your silver and gold are mine and so are your wives and the best of your children Woho. all right my lord the king israel's king replied all that i have is yours soon ben hadad's messengers returned again and said this is what ben hadad says i have already demanded that you give me your silver gold wives and children but about this time tomorrow i will send my officials to search your palace in the homes of your officials they will take away everything you consider valuable. Then Ahab summoned all the elders of the land and said to them, Look how this man is stirring up trouble. I already agree with his demand that I give him my wives and children and silver and gold. Don't give in to any more demands. All the elders and the people advised. So Ahab told the messengers, ah, so much for that uh I don't know, yeah, can I knock out the rest of first kings in less than an hour. Those clothes will probably take like 30 minutes, so we'll see. More like yeah, all right, here we go. So Ahab told the messengers from Bin Hadad, "Say this to my lord the king, I will give you everything you ask for the first time." But I cannot accept this last demand of yours. So the messengers returned to Ben-Hadad with that response. Then Ben-Hadad sent this message to Ahab. May the gods strike me and even kill me if there remains enough dust from Samaria to provide even a handful for each of my soldiers. The king of Israel sent back this answer. A warrior putting on his sword for battle should not boast like a warrior who has already won. Ahab's reply reached Ben-Hadad and the other kings as they were drinking in their tents. Prepare to attack, Ben-Hadad commanded his officers, so they prepare, They prepared to attack the city. Ahab's victory over Ben-Hadad. Then a certain prophet came to see King Ahab of Israel and told him, This is what the Lord says. Do you see all these enemy forces? Today I will hand them all over to you, then you will know that I am the Lord. God about to show out. Ahab asked, How will he do it? <laughs> and the prophet replied, This is what the Lord says the troops of the provincial commanders will do it. Shall we attack first? Ahab asked. Yes, the prophet answered. So Ahab mustered the troops of the 232 provincial commanders. Then he called out the rest of the army of Israel, some 7,000 men. About noontime, as Ben-Hadad and the 32 allied kings were still in their tents drinking themselves into a stupor, the troops of the provincial commanders marched out of the city at the first, as the first contingent. As they approached, Ben-Hadad's scouts reported to him, some troops are coming from Samaria. Take them alive, Ben-Hadad commanded, whether they have come for peace or for war. But Ahab's provincials But Ahab's provincial commanders and the entire army had now come out to fight. Each Israelite soldier killed his Aramaean opponent, and suddenly the entire Aramaean army panicked and fled. The Israelites chased them, but King Ben-Hadad and a few of his charioteers escaped on horses. However, the king of Israel destroyed the other horses and chariots and slaughtered the Aramaeans. Afterward, the prophet said to King Ahab, Get ready for another attack. Begin making plans now for the king of Aram will come back next spring. Let's see here. The first day of the year in the ancient Hebrew lunar calendar occurred in March or April. Interesting. ben Haddad's second attack. After their defeat, ben Haddad's officer said to him, the Israelite gods are gods of the hills. That is why they won. But we can beat them easily on the plains. Interesting. Only this time, replace the kings with field commanders. Recruit another army like the one you lost. Give us the same number of horses, chariots, and men, and we will fight against them on the plains. There's no doubt that we will beat them. So King Ben-Hadad did as they suggested. The following spring, he called up the Aramean Aramean army and marched out against Israel, this time at Aphek. Israel then mustered his army, set up supply lines, and marched out for battle. But the Israelite army looked like two little flocks of goats in comparison to the vast Aramean Aramean forces that filled the countryside. Then the man of God went to the king of Israel and said, This is what the Lord says. The Arameans have said, The Lord is a God of the hills and not the plains. So I'll defeat this vast army for you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. The two armies camped The two armies camped opposite each other for seven days, and on the seventh day, the battle began. The Israelites killed 100,000 Aramean foot soldiers in one day. Oh, clothes ready to go in the drawer. The rest fled into the town of Aphek, but the wall fell on them and killed another 27,000. Ben-Hadad fled into the town and hid in a secret room. Ben-Hadad's officer said to him, Sir, we have heard that the kings of Israel are merciful, so let's humble ourselves by wearing burlap around our waist and putting ropes on our heads and surrender to the king of Israel. Then perhaps he will let you live. Oh, this thing will stop beeping until I go get it. Hold on a second. Hold right on I yeah, these three times. I got time. Man, I'm tired, y'all. All right, what are we saying? Verse 30. The rest fled into the town of Aphek, but the wall fell on them and killed another. Oh, we already read all this stuff. Well, it doesn't hurt to read it again. Killed another 27,000. Ben Haddad fled into the town and hid in a secret room. Ben-Hadad's officer said to him, Sir, we have heard that the kings of Israel are merciful. So let's humble ourselves by wearing burlap around our waist and putting ropes on our heads and surrender to the king of Israel. Then perhaps he will let you live. So they put on burlap and ropes and they went to the king of Israel and begged, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. The king of Israel responded, Is he still alive? He is, my brother. The men took this as a good sign and quickly picked up on it. Picked up on his words. Yes, they said, your brother Ben Hadad. Go and get him, the king of Israel told them. And when Ben Hadad arrived, Ahab invited him up into his chariot. Ben Hadad told him, I will give back the towns my father took from your father, and you may establish places of trade in Damascus as my father did in Samaria. Then Ahab said, I will release you under these conditions. So they made a new treaty, and Ben Hadad was set. Free. a prophet condemns ahab meanwhile the lord instructed one of the group of prophets to say to another man hit me but the man refused to hit the prophet then the prophet told him because you have not obeyed the voice of the lord a lion will kill you as soon as you leave and when he had gone a lion did attack and kill him what in the world this is this i i feel like i remember listening to this and like what in the world is going on here could you imagine the prophet coming up to you and be like, hey, hit me. You're like, nah man, what did I need to hit you for? I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't, why why you wanna hit you? He's like, Hey, God God told me to tell you to hit me and because you didn't hit me, then I'm about to send a lion a lion's about to come and kill you. That's what happened to the other dude that ate that food he wasn't supposed to eat that other pro- that one prophet he got eaten by a lion. That would be another fun little thing to do. go over all the people in the Bible who've been eaten by lions and then all the people that didn't get eaten by a lion. I'm like damn he or david verse thirty seven or Samson. All the people that were lying kill us verse 37 then the prophet turned to another man and said hit me so he struck the prophet and wounded him the prophet placed a bandage over his eyes to disguise himself and then waited beside the road for the king as the king passed by the prophet called out to him sir i was in the thick of battle and suddenly a man brought me a prisoner He said, guard this man, if for any reason he gets away, you will either die or pay a fine of 75 pounds of silver. What the world is going on here? But while I was busy doing something else, the prisoner disappeared. Well, it's your own fault, the king replied. You have brought the judgment on yourself. Then the prophet quickly pulled the bandage from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized him as one of the prophets. The prophet said to him, this is what the Lord says. Because you have spared the man, I said, must be destroyed. Now you must die in this place, and your people will die instead of his people. So the king of Israel went, on, went home to Samaria angry and sullen. That's what's wild, man. Yeah, He was supposed to destroy Menherah, not let him live. But God knew he was going to do that. Oh, man, these prophets, bad. they crack me up. Like, oh, who's old dude that confronted David? It was Nathan, the prophet Nathan hit David with that riddle. He's like, hey, there was a man, poor man. All he had was his sheep. And there was a rich man who came along and stole his sheep. (laughs) Yeah, how did it go? I can't remember the riddle. And then David was like, that man should be killed and have to repay, yeah, lose three of his sheep or something. I can't remember how the riddle goes. And then... Nathan's like, that dude, that, that uh, rich man was you. <laughs> you stole, you stole Uriah's lamb. You stole his wife, the one only thing he owned. No, Uriah was the poor man. I got to go back and read that. But yeah, these prophets, man, be cracking me up with these riddles. And the way he, you, like, he told old dude to punch him <laughs> just for effect. First dude didn't listen and got eaten by a lion second dude listen what was his reward for listening this is crazy man the bible is wild man the bible is wild these stories are no joke and yeah oh dude went back home he had a whole struck a whole deal with uh ben hadad and he think he think he on cloud nine he think his fortunes are going to be restored and then after yeah, Ben Haddad surrendered, but then he runs across his prophet and the prophet's like, Sorry buddy, you're you're done. Your days are over. You are gonna die. Wild stuff, man, wild stuff. Alright, y'all, let's keep going. I got boys clothes in the dryer and we're gonna let's let's see here. What else we how many more chapters we got left? Well, we got two more chapters. I'm gonna throw these clothes in the dryer and wrap it up.